Hey guys, welcome back. We're back. We're <laughs> back. It's your trusty old pals, Talia and Aaron here. Late again. Yes, late as always, because that is what we do. Oh God. Well, you know, we we thought we had a real treat for you all <laughs> like <laughs> a week ago when we went to brunch, as you may have saw on our Instagram stories because <laughs> we definitely sat at the table for over two hours and recorded an episode and then we lost half of it oh yeah that was that was heartbreaking <laughs> yeah so and then it got weird it got the drinks were... <laughs> it got real weird <laughs> The drinks are flowing. Yeah, we had to put it away. Yeah. We had to put it away and we had to not post the content. No, it was not. It was not good. It was funny, but it just... Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> so we're here. So here. Weeks later. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> Coming at you with some raw content. Yep. Always. So, I guess we've we've done a lot of like funnier episode. You know, talked a lot about dating, which is fun. I love it. I could do it every time, honestly. Because I'm pretty sure I have enough content of that subject to last a whole lifetime. So there will be plenty of dating episodes. I have so much updating (laughs) that needs to be talked about. (laughs) We will get there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We got to mix it up a little. Yeah. Today we wanted to, you know, give it a little remix. And we wanted to talk about being an empath. Um. And I'm sure a lot of you know what that is. And if you don't, well, that's what we're here for. (laughs) (laughs) Well, our take on it anyways, right? Obviously, we're not experts, but we both do qualify as an empath. So we definitely have um, plenty of experience in the area. So we just thought it would be nice to share or talk about it at least with each other. Yeah, kind of, I guess, um, for me, the more research we put into what being an empath is, how it is to be empathetic, um, I was blown away. I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, like I kept saying like, oh, that's not just me. Oh, I'm not just like, I don't just suck. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't suck, you weirdo. (laughs) But you know, like it So I feel like there's going to be people out there who are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, holy shit, that's me. Yeah. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who feel uh, alone or concerned about the way that they may be feeling, whether or not that's uh, in being an empath or not, but just with other things too, you know, you always feel like it's just you. Right. 
Right. And then you look into it a little bit more or you have a conversation with somebody and you're like, wow, you too? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 are, are you are reading you, my mind what? or? Are, are we crazy? <laughs> <laughs> this is in real life. Oh. And then it's like, oh, okay. So it's not just me. <laughs> I guess it's, it's crazy too. Cause I feel like as an empath, Um, which we are going to dive deep into exactly what that is. But I feel like I'm surrounded by so many people who are not. Yes. You know, like I deal on a daily basis with so many friends and family members, especially um, that are not and just totally suck up and use me for the empath that I am. And obviously mm-hmm. we've had the conversation about this. So we know that we each other are, which is probably why we are so in love. <laughs> it's got to be one of the top reasons. I mean, yes. there's about a thousand reasons, but <laughs> this is like. <laughs> so it's crazy to me to find out that maybe this isn't so rare because I don't come across someone like my myself very often. I don't either. Do you think that's weird that we found each other uh no i think it's a destiny (laughs) i just realized like my face in my phone (laughs) are you touching the screen with your nose (laughs) Um, oh yeah by the way we're not together today oh we're not no you know this whole move that you decided to do really is stupid it's really not that bad. Um, it's really bad. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind the drive to and from. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. She's like, cause I do. <laughs> I. It just was so not terrible to go to your old house, and I would show up unannounced all the time. <laughs> I know I still can. But it's so much further. Oh, I'm just salty about it. It's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. fine. I'm really happy in this house, so we're not going to go anywhere. So I apologize. No, no, that's good. I'm glad you're happy there. That makes me happy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we are FaceTiming and recording for you guys. Just FYI. So... Always keep that in mind if things might sound a little spotty here and there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but we are cheersing. We're cheersing through through the uh, oh yeah through ding, the ding. camera. Cheers. <laughs> Hopefully you guys have a glass cheers. of wine too. Oh, cheers. I got a. I was actually too lazy to open up a bottle of wine, <laughs> <laughs> so I I cracked open a press. Perfect. Those are good. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. What flavor? Um, I grabbed the grapefruit. Okay. Cardamom. Okay. Which, it's which not is bad. Good. Yeah, I like that blackberry one. Mm. I like or the blackberry. Pomegranate? Like, uh, pomegranate? Yep. I like the pomegranate one. That one's my favorite. Oh, yeah. That's good. But that one's gone. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> so I'm left with grapefruit or lime. <clears throat> oh, Lime just needs to not be a flavor of anything, okay? I was thinking about this the other day. Ugh. Why Why do they even make a lime? I don't why really do know. why do they put it in variety packs? They should never even allow it off the conveyor belt. No. It's terrible. It's, okay, 
fine. Maybe someone out there likes lime. No. Let them make, let them make that decision. Don't put it in my variety pack. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want it. I don't want it either. Let's start a revolution. Yeah. Who's Lime's in charge lime. of variety pack decisions? Because I've got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, we totally got off track there. I'm sorry. We did. We That's did. Pretty typical. Yeah, it's okay. Oh god. So bring it in. Bring it in. Reel it back. Okay. All right. Empath. What's an empath? Yeah, what is one? Tell us, Talia. Oh geez. Where do I begin? Where do I begin? So I guess it's you know, if you're trying if you're sitting there and you're listening to us and you're like, Am I? Am I an empath? Um, let's start with like the biggest, uh, the biggest thing that kind of sets path out is, are you a people pleaser? Yeah. Like, are you somebody who puts every single person's needs and wants and dreams and desires before you and your own boundaries? Mm-hmm. Are you that person? Cause, cause I'm definitely that person. Oh, I and am. if so. You are most likely an empath. I mean, I feel like that's like common course. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I mean, I I don't really. Uh, I don't know how not to be. <laughs> that's what I struggle with is. I'm so worried about everybody else and what they're doing and feeling and what they need. Rather than taking time for myself. Oh, yeah. You know, no one's caring for me. It's just me. (laughs) Right. And the problem is another, you know, talking about what it is like to be an empath is that empaths don't know how to, um, you also don't know how to ask for help. And you don't know how to ask for people to give you things that you need to function as a human being or to be happy um, because you're afraid that you're going to disrupt um, the peace or you're going to disrupt what they want and what their happiness is. And for some reason we are wired to feel like they are more important than us. Yep. So we just suffer and are unhappy silently, you know, Right. Well, and that happens when you do not have um, the correct boundaries in place, right? So, like, being right. an empath is not a bad thing. It it can It's an excellent thing to be, I would say. I think that's a really wonderful quality of someone. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, you're really, like, the nicest, kindest, caring human mm-hmm. being. You can just, like, everyone feels comfortable around you. You are very welcoming and inclusive. And you want to make sure that everyone feels good that is in your presence. And I think that's a great quality, like I said. But when it's running rampant and running your life without the correct boundaries in place to make sure that you feed your own needs and take care of your own energy um, and the things that you need and want out of life, then it becomes a negative thing. Right. And I 
literally have lived my whole life like having zero boundaries or speaking up for myself mm-hmm. and i'm just learning yep and i'm and it's only baby steps you know i've only taken a couple relationships out of my life and i've only started holding certain members of family at arm's distance that yep. don't you know like it's only just started to happen so anybody it, which is so crazy. I'm freaking almost 32 years old. I know. It's insane, right? It's a constant battle between <clears throat> not wanting to feel bad or guilty for putting up a boundary and needing a boundary so bad because you are literally being shredded to pieces. And used up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that I think... <clears throat> Excuse me. Especially from personal experiences, I know that people sense that you're that type of person. Mm-hmm. They will sense that you don't speak up. They will sense that you are always willing to please. You're a giver. And give, give, yes. give. And there's people out there who are <clears throat> total takers, takers <laughs> and they they like sniff you out. They sniff out the the people that are givers, and they just like. <clears throat> suck it all up (laughs) yeah because some people don't know how to give back they only know how to take so they're gonna take as much as you offer yes which is again why we need to learn how to set better boundaries for ourselves yes i think yeah i mean i think that's like number one start learn how to say no right and, and mean it, you know, learn how to say no and not feel bad about it and actually mean that, you know? Right. <clears throat> um, so I was reading some of this, some of these notes that you had taken and um, one of the bullet points that stood out to me was um, we have the ne- this need to control our life and that it's usually from a trauma response. Right. <clears throat> so do you feel like that was something for you in your life at some point? Like that you went through a trauma that caused this? Or do you feel like it started younger than that that you could remember? Um. Well, I definitely just feel like, okay, so... Um, when I was listening, I was listening to a podcast, um, mm-hmm. that was giving me a lot of like my information and this lady, she had talked about how de- defining like a trauma that would cause this like personality to come about. And it could either be from your childhood, mm-hmm. from how you were raised, from something you were lacking when you were raised okay. or like something your parents failed to <laughs> teach you. Or it can develop later in life. Really? As well. So it could be a trauma that happened in your teens or something like that, Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, Even though, you know, I am a huge advocate for saying, like, you can't let your childhood be the excuse for why you're a shitty person or why you're this, which I still kind of believe, but... I also am realizing that maybe the way I was raised did create me into this 
always people pleasing no not like I never learned how to set boundaries you know right well because you always felt like whatever you did was not good enough right plus I also truly believe I had narcissistic parenting do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean I did too that that instilled in me like I wasn't able to speak Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to say anything without being in trouble yep so it made me afraid to speak up yeah which you know obviously is why I can't you know, have, say what my needs are or be able to cause, I don't want to ever cause confrontation because there was always so much confrontation. Yes. So I believe that. So I do believe that like I had some, I wouldn't, it's not necessarily trauma. I didn't have like some catastrophic event. Mm-hmm. I just think the way I was raised cr- did create this. Yes. Yeah. To yeah. answer your question, long story short. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I would agree. I would agree. I don't necessarily think it needs to be one specific traumatic event. Um, I think it's a culmination of just periods of time, you know, and many events and many things that happen that may not necessarily be like life-threatening traumatic type of stuff, but when you put it all together and you talk about it and you look back at what you did go through and what you did grow up in or around and you tell it to someone or you say it out loud, their mouths are on the ground and they're like, what? Right. You, you, you lived like that. (laughs) Like there's nothing normal about that. And then you take a step back and you're like, wow I guess you're right like that's that was my life right like you don't realize it until you're like oh not everybody did this right yes I mean oh yeah Mm -hmm. I'm my dad that that that's literally my dad my entire childhood with my dad was one (laughs) traumatic event after another it's still that way (laughs) and I (laughs) yeah it is uh, still that way talk about setting boundaries right yeah (laughs) I know I'm real bad at it (laughs) really bad at it because then when you do when you finally get strong enough and you feel confident enough and ready to set the boundary and you do it and you use your voice and say what you need to say, it is instantly turned around on you and you're the bad guy. And why would you do that? And that's not fair. And this and that it's the every, every excuse in the book comes out and then you feel guilty. Right. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess maybe that's okay. Maybe I am overreacting. (laughs) right maybe i am the crazy one okay i won't say anything anymore oh my gosh it's so nuts well the worst part is that it's the people who instill this in others are you know and usually it does start with parents Mm -hmm. because they're the ones we watch and we learn from well absolutely we're around them every day all day right 
they're the ones who are supposed to teach us how to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. But if they're not, if they're the ones that are teaching us we can't, then we're not going to be able to do it. But the crazy thing is that going through life is it's the people who get to know you on a level to know that you are that type of person is those people who use that because they know as soon as they tell you those things, like you're going to back down and you're going to be like, Oh, okay. It's okay. Right. And that's not okay. No, it's not. It's, it's sad that, that, that cycle happens. Um, Yeah. I envy those people who are like, no, my foot is down. <laughs> yeah, but you also don't, There, there's a fine line there too, you know, like people oh. that literally don't give a shit about others. We don't want to be like that. No, no, <clears throat> definitely not. Definitely not. But So it's just tough. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's kind of, it's kind of hard. It's, and it's crazy too, because you do, um, i also tend to feel that because they, I've all, everywhere I've ever read anything about being an, um, you know, an empath is that empaths shine this, this bright light. And like you said, like we're calm and people enjoy our energy because we always try to create a positive vibe for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, which I do think is a positive. Yeah. Um, and now I totally lost my train of thought. Oh, here you go. <laughs> you it's so bad. goofy. It's bad. <laughs> um, is that I noticed that a lot of people tend to hate on you for that and try to make you almost feel bad. For what? That you, like, like if, I've noticed that I've had people in my life that like, make me feel bad for being a positive person oh yeah others who just try to bring you down to their level because they don't like how happy you are (laughs) yes yes or if you are you know because I do enjoy pleasing and catering to people Mm -hmm. will bring me joy as long as it's not overused right um and I have been like knocked down for that so many times by people in my life yeah which I think is crazy I think so, too. I think that, you know, that you still need to be able to set a boundary when you are pleasing and catering to others because it can definitely get out of hand, you know, Mm -hmm. because depending on who it is you're doing that to or for and how much they're taking, they still need to give. And if you're the only one giving, then I could see why, you know, people might give you shit for that. But if it's if it's reciprocated, then there should be no issue. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. That's when an empath's power can really shine. Right. Yeah. Like you, you mentioned being a bright light. And, you know, people definitely are drawn to that energy that we give off. Mm-hmm. And I can't even count how many times I've been told that by people that sit in my chair on a daily basis um, at the salon or people at the gym that I'm coaching, people that I'm not coaching who come up to me and talk to me because they're like, well, I just felt like I could approach you. I don't know. You just yes, seemed I could... 
Like I could just talk to you and you would help me. <laughs> um, I yeah. So many I times. Had someone tell me that, I've had someone tell me that recently, like sitting next to you is calming. And I was like, Oh, mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's such a nice compliment. Thank yeah, you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice compliment. You're like, wow, really? That's really cool. I, I also, though, I have been, like, told, obviously, by the more negative people in my life, that, like, people do tend to find that to be fake. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have been told before, like, well, you don't have to be fake about it. Like, oh. well, just because I'm not telling you like if I'm feeling negatively about a situation or you and the empath in me is not going to be able to tell you that and I'm just going to sit there and do something else positive with a smile like I'm not necessarily being fake <laughs> oh no I never would think that I've gotten that before really yeah huh. mm -hmm. I've never gotten that but I can I could see where someone could come could <clears throat> could feel that Mm-hmm. I guess. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're fake. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the complete opposite of fake. <laughs> thank you. Oh. What a good compliment. Thank you. <laughs> I, right? Like, I'm just full of them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is funny, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't oh. know. What about, um, like, perfectionism? Yes. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of struck me. Um, it took a little bit of thinking, but I kind of get it. Yeah, I guess I think it can I think it can correlate with um, a few of these items that we have uh, that we're looking at. Um, perfectionism doesn't necessarily need to be around one thing. I think it can be around many things as in wanting to control everything and situations um and wanting them to go the exact way that you have it in your brain because you feel comfortable with the outcome that you made up even right. though you have no idea how it's gonna go <laughs> uh, right because it hasn't happened yet you just have this it's literally you plan it out in your brain you the whole have thing. A hundred conversations going in your brain at one time. And you're like, well, if they say this, I can say this. And then, then we'll say this. And then this is what will happen. And then everything will be fine. <laughs> all, all the time. I've <laughs> right. said everything like that. Um, I think it can also relate to um, uh, like get-togethers or having people over, hosting something. You are always making sure everybody has what they need and doesn't yes. doesn't need anything like you don't want your guests to have to get up and go get something because you want to be able to do it for them and then you actually yes. ultimately end up not even enjoying the get-together because oh never I never do yeah like this recently for me would have been the night that I made cookies with my girlfriend and then my ex like I didn't even make a single cookie I <laughs> the whole entire time I was making the batter and giving it to them 
to roll out and do the cookie cutting and decorate. I didn't even decorate a single cookie because I was <laughs> so worried about everything being right and like making the batter the correct way and making sure the dishes weren't overflowing and making sure they were getting in and out of the oven in eight to 10 minutes so they wouldn't burn and putting them on the cooling racks and doing more dishes and making sure everyone had a drink. <laughs> Literally, Talia, I made zero cookies. Well, because I know exactly what your train of thought is, is you're thinking like, I don't want anyone to help me make this better because it has to be right. Well, that and I didn't want anybody else to like have to clean up. Like I felt like I needed to right. get rid of the mess so that it wasn't overflowing afterwards. Like I wanted to keep up with it, you know, throughout mm -hmm. throughout the, the night. And I literally made zero cookies. Zero. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this could have gone differently. <laughs> Yeah, like, but, wow. Yeah, like, so I think the perfectionism thing can can really re um, resonate with other things as well, not just, oh, yeah. you know, what one area. Um, and they, they say <clears throat> that, like, empaths have perfectionism within themselves. Like, we don't expect it from anybody else. No, like, oh, my God. Like, we don't hold anybody to, like... You know, like, I I forgive everybody for their flaws. Oh, yeah. It's like, but not me, myself. Like, right. But not myself. Nope. Not myself at all. Like, I have this idea in my brain of what I should be doing and what I'm not doing and what I am doing and why I'm not further along to, to my plan. Like, why am I not further along in life right now? Like, I literally feel like I'm failing. Right. I, it's just self-sabotage all the fucking time. Yes. All the time. And I and I don't know if, like, you do this, but I have the worst. I usually, if after events or gatherings or any time I'm, like, around a lot of people, not only, A, is my energy completely wild, because that's the empath I am, is I take on everybody's energies. Same. Um, but I replay how I portrayed myself and the conversations that I had and the things that I said or didn't say all night long. Really? Like, I will, I will obsess <laughs> over, okay, the way that I said this, do you think I upset somebody? Do you think this person thought what I said was stupid? Did I like, uh, okay, I, I don't obsess over obsessed. it, but I definitely find myself looking back on all the conversations that I had in the day and wondering if I said the right things. Yes. Um, yeah. the, uh, the upsetting part, you know, wondering if you upset anybody. I think the only time I have ever thought about that is if, if, is if the conversation was, um, like a disagreement or maybe an argument with someone, um, or if you were asked, for advice on something and you gave your side of like what you thought or, you know, your point of view, um, then I would think about that. But I mean, yeah, you, you just, you go over every conversation all the time mm -hmm. over and over and over again. It's like, Oh, I should have said this or oh should have said that. Why the hell did I do this? 
Right. I'll bring something from the deep archives. Do you ever do that when you're driving or something? And it's like you think of something like 10 years ago and you're absolutely cringe, cringe. Yes. All the time. Yeah. I lose, I lose sleep. Like after big events, I don't sleep well because it's just my head is filled of things like how I was perceived by people or hopefully I wasn't annoying or hopefully. The only time I think that is when I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, hopefully I wasn't annoying. <laughs> hopefully I didn't say anything stupid. We probably did, though. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, totally. No, I absolutely get that. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it is weird. It's hard. And so I feel like maybe yes. you um, have that a little differently than I do, like feeling super drained after get-togethers um, or events like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, do you love them still? Like, do you love going to them or hosting or being part of them? Or do you dread that you have to do this thing? No, you know what? Okay, so what was it? So there is, okay, so either you're an introvert, an extrovert, or an ambivert. I don't know what ambivert means. That's me. I am the ambivert. So I... Is it like both? Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Okay. So I love going out and having a good time and meeting new people, but I also hate talking to people. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I hate small talk. Yeah. You know, like, there's this guy who's working on our living room right now. Yeah. And he's here all day. I don't want to (laughs) talk. You know, I want to go about my day. Like, you be in the living room. I be in the kitchen. We do not have to have a conversation. Oh, my God. Like, to me, that stresses me out. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Um. You know, if I'm shopping, I don't want to have a conversation with a stranger. I just don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. No, that's not me at all. I'm a total extrovert. Like, 120 million percent. I I, Like, I absorb other people's energies and what they give off so much. And I know that we are the same in that aspect. And you can feel it. Like, if someone's vibe is off... Girl, I when you text me and it ain't right, I'm like, what? What's going on? <laughs> what? This is not. This is not right. Like, I am not dealing with her attitude today. Yeah, we are not doing that here. Yeah. So, what's the deal? Nothing. I'm fine. No, you're not. <laughs> you texted me hi instead of hey, girl. So yeah, no. <laughs> but <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? You can just tell, right? Oh, I. 110% get people's emo. I feel people's emotions through the phone. The through oh, yeah. the phone. If you asked another person, like, what do you think this means? And they read it and they're like, she said hi. What do you mean? It means hi. It means nothing. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't get it. Yeah. This doesn't mean hi. This means something's wrong. Yeah. And so then in person, you feel it even more. It's like, terrible. Oh my gosh. It's kind of exhausting, to be honest. But yeah, in your case where... Depending you know, on the person. 
Yeah, depending on the person for sure. But, you know, you say you don't like talking to people. I love talking to people. I love it so much. It is my job. I love it. I could talk to a fucking wall and have a full-blown conversation. See, I never hated it doing hair, though. I loved it. That I liked. I like it anywhere. Like, I could walk into any room and have a conversation with somebody. So you would love having a contractor in your house all day long? I would literally be standing next to him and be like, so, what are you doing? Why would you do that? And why aren't you doing this? Can you teach me how to do that? Do you need help? Can I hold this for you? Oh, yeah. The whole time. (laughs) So what did you do yesterday? What did you work on this weekend? Do you have any plans for next weekend? Yeah, I would oh, legit. We are polar opposite. <laughs> I know. I would legit stand there and beg to help him. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm just like, is there a curtain we can put up? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh, you are so <laughs> silly. But a party, you know, I love going to parties and I love going out and I love being in like semi-crowded areas but Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm in the middle i'm that am ambivert amnivert i don't know what the word i can't remember what the word is okay all right but i am i'm that and you know how um it says like sometimes you need to after events like that or being around a lot of people um you have to like recharge yourself and yeah be alone yes i don't have that either oh i absolutely 110 percent do yeah no i do not i just had a certain gathering where we were like with people all weekend Mm -hmm. and there was like a moment where i mean just like the energies we were with some of it can get a little overwhelming for me Mm -hmm. and there was a time where i just kind of went with mila in the bedroom we were staying in and I just hung out in there for like a good half hour. Cause I was like, I just need to not, I just really? need to not carry this person's energy right now. I just need to like go recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny cause my son is the same way. Brady's the same way. Wow. And we both just like need that. Like, like after the holidays, mm-hmm. I was done i actually started feeling like physically unwell really because of having too much people interaction like i was telling you like i told vic like i was like i just can't do this next gathering of people being here like i literally cannot be here for it because i'm gonna like snap in half yeah wow i don't i don't have that i don't know what that is like i absolutely despise being alone i hate it i love it i hate it i love my alone time nope hate it it's so boring to me i hate it sorry it's okay um so that's it's hard for me to be at home alone like yeah i have dogs but they honestly are not the same as people obviously you know well not in my mind some people may disagree with that leah I know you're listening. <laughs> she will disagree, and that's fine. But she's also not an empath. So 
It's also fine. <laughs> Love you. See you tomorrow. Um, you know, I have the dogs, but they don't talk to me. They don't do anything for me. They're just there, and they're mostly in my way. So... <laughs> I'm like, where is a human when the kids are gone and it's just me here? I do not like it. I do not like it at all. Even though the kids drive me crazy half the time, too, I'd much rather them be here than me be alone. Oh, my God. See, I, I crave that. I need it to function. Like, the... The days Mila doesn't nap, I'm a frazzled mess because I didn't get that hour or two hours to just be alone with my thoughts. Mila's also a psychotic two-year-old, so. (laughs) That's true, but I also, like, I'm that weird wife that's like, ooh, my husband's going on a trip for a week. Bye! Because I just think of all of the alone moments I You won't have any alone moments because you're going to have two kids by yourself for a whole week. That's not true because when they go to bed, I'll actually be alone. (laughs) I guess that's true. (laughs) But then you're going to pass out. So, yeah, (laughs) alone. But that's the thing, though, is that when I am alone, I tend to not sleep. I'm also like, yeah, I don't sleep ever, like Mm -hmm. ever in my life. I don't remember there was a time when I slept. So when I was single, I'd be up to like two in the morning and I'm like, go to bed. Mm -hmm. Stop reading your book. Stop watching this show. Go to bed. I know. (laughs) I found myself doing that over like winter break when the kids were off and I didn't have to get up super, super early. Mm -hmm. I would be staying up so late, like 1230, one o'clock watching a show. Yeah. Or on freaking TikTok. I'm like, Aaron, what? go to bed. What are you doing? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Like, you're old. We don't do this. Oh. <clears throat> you know what else I was thinking about reading energy? And mm-hmm. I don't know because, obviously, we took that quiz. So, there's, like, a quiz oh, you can yeah, take yeah. that tells you what type of empath you are. And we're obviously different both empaths but we're obviously two different kinds there are nine types of empaths yes we and should put the we'll put the link yeah we can do bio. that um, um so if you, you feel like you want to yeah if you um, feel like cool. you are um on that empath lifestyle like we are we you can take this quiz i mean i don't know what it would be like if you don't think you're an empath <laughs> but um <laughs> we'll we'll post it so you can take it it's super short it's like six questions and they're easy right. i um, mean kind of like breaking down empaths to like layman's terms is like are you just an oversensitive person yeah highly sensitive like, not overly sensitive highly yes. sensitive highly sensitive person like are you highly sensitive to sound to taste to energies mm-hmm. to emotions to feel like some people yeah. you know like anything like that if you're just a highly sensitive person right like extreme feelings yes highly sensitive person but unable to express them yeah. <laughs> in yeah. fear of hurting others For you sure. are an empath right okay so yeah we'll post uh, the quiz 
So I was thinking about the whole, I just want to like put this out there. Um, I was having this conversation with um, a friend of mine recently that we get, we're so sensitive to energies that it's not just people. To what? That it's also to energy. Okay. That it's not just people. That I get energy from objects, mm-hmm. um, from places like a room or like a house or um, there was like, uh, I remember like I literally hate going into Sobelman's downtown. Really? Just to put an example out there. Sobelman's? Like the, the restaurant, the whole vibe of that restaurant, the whole energy of that place. I don't like it at all. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Like, I don't know if you get like that, but I'm like that sensitive to stuff. Oh, yeah. I totally get like that. Not from, I wouldn't say from objects, but definitely places. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely places. That's wild huh yeah what? just a little fun fact right um so what type of empath did you get again when you took your quiz i got i am a vibrational empath okay and so when you take this quiz it gives you like your superpowers and then your kryptonite Yes. So, yeah. So, my superpowers are that I can feel, channel, and sense energies like live wire. Mm-hmm. Like you are a live wire, it says. So, like tapping into the energy of a person, money, food, um, which is true. I totally get energies from food. I know I sound like <laughs> when I read that, I was like, holy shit i think that's why i connect with food so much like when we were at brunch and that food came to the table like you were like drooling <laughs> my whole like vibe changes with food <laughs> you know that little that little kid happy dance video that you see on the internet that's both of us when food comes out we're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> give it to me yes yes, yes yes go best friend go best friend Mm -hmm. yeah that's us so like for sure food Uh, so but my kryptonite is financial instability Mm -hmm. which we were talking about before the show um before we started recording um disordered eating and apathy which blew my mind like i literally that's what i do when i am like sad stressed like i i eat mm-hmm. even and, though i know i shouldn't yes and the financial instability part there's so many things revolving around that it doesn't just mean like you're bad with money no yeah no it's 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 so, so much more than that i don't even think we have the time to get into that i we like kind of wish we did though yeah, i know we can it's always talk about that again but um it's something that um most all of the empath types can or do struggle with um and i know that i can relate to many of the financial instability issues that that come along with that yes <clears throat> yes um yeah so when i took the quiz 
my. Yes, this was crazy. <laughs> I was, Talia, this is, it was so crazy when I, as soon as I took it. Um, I am a communication empath. And for those of you who know me, <laughs> you know how much I love communication and I love writing. I even like randomly started a blog one time. I remember. Oh, no. And I got, I should. And maybe, you know, someday, whatever. I have always said, though, that I'm going to write a book one day. Um, and it's going to be amazing. So, um, but I love writing. I love poetry. I love quotes. I love chatting with people. I love hearing, like, I genuinely want to hear about your day and about what you're going through or what you overcame or what you're confused about. Even if I don't have an answer for you, but my heart of hearts wants to hear it. Like I want to talk to you. I'm so, I feel like I'm always been so good with my words. Um, and yeah. Talia has said that to me so many times throughout yes. our friendship. She's like, I, I will like, I will be like, can you write a status for me? Like, this is what I want to say, but can you, like, make the words? <laughs> yes. Or, like, if you're having a conversation with someone through text message and you yeah. just don't know what to say, I, like, I always come up with really great answers. Yeah. And I've always said that, too. Like, when you're like, okay, so I said this, and I'm like, God, like, you got, you have, you have the best words. <laughs> right? So, my superpowers are... You're an incredible communicator. Without even trying, sometimes you intuitively adjust your language to mirror the people you are with. You are so perceptive of unspoken signals and body language that you're like a human truth meter. And you know that shit's right. Like, yes. don't even come at me with a lie because I will bust you. Yes. I know I everything. Know. I know everything. Body language says a lot. Everything. And I don't understand how people don't pick up on that. Like, that's mind-blowing to me. How do you not know that? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how people don't get it. Like, how you kept the vibe, dude. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my kryptonite. Um... The communication empath's superpowers can also create unhealthy patterns like imposter complexes, fear of emotional vulnerability, and being disconnected from your body. I was very surprised to read that too because I I agree 100%. Um, emotional vulnerability is really hard for me, especially because of some of the things that I've gone through in my life. Like I want to be an open book and share that with anybody who is willing to listen, but it's scary to share that because like, I just, I don't know. I don't want to be judged, you know? Right. right. Um, and then you might even be accused of being manipulative. Thanks to your way with words. Uh, long-term, Fear of saying the wrong thing or being misinterpreted can have incredibly detrimental impacts on your relationships, your self-confidence, and your earning potential if it hasn't already. So that, I was like, I'm done. I am done. I was thinking back on, you know, a past relationship and the relationship that I 
have or don't really have with my father. And, you know, like being an empath in general, I think we, we can both relate to the fear of saying the wrong thing or being misinterpreted. Like you said earlier, when you worry about what people thought of what you said, or if you said the wrong thing. Right. I think that is so common in this area, but Mm -hmm. I, yes, I really, I really, really, um, gravitated towards all of this stuff. Like very, very cool. Very interesting. I definitely want to dive, I want to dive deeper. Mm -hmm. Not only just to like, you know, understand who we are more, but to maybe like find a way not to let it take over, to Mm -hmm. use the superpower instead of the kryptonite, you know? Right. Well, and to figure out how to set healthy boundaries. That is my (laughs) 2021 goal is, and I, you know. That's a lifetime goal. That's just all the time. Yeah, I feel like I've been doing good. Like I'm taking out some toxic relationships. And like I said, I'm actually creating boundaries with family members and mm-hmm. realizing, okay, well, I can't cut you off, but I could definitely control the amount of time we're together and what we talk yep. about and how much we talk. So absolutely. And like, it's and not, not caring it's not if just, it hurts their feelings. Right, right. It's not just friends. It's, oh, you know, you can have to do those types of things with family, especially with family, I would think. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And we would love to hear, like, if you want some links or you want some books or um, while we're doing more of a deep covering through this podcast that maybe you are an empath, um, reach out. Yeah. We'll share. We'll share I'm sure we'll do more. There's like so much to this. I know. We could talk about this forever too. You know, we could talk about everything forever. I mean, I know. We'll Well, always have something to talk about. It's crazy because there's a lot of connections between tarot and empath. Yes. Um, Because um, you can feel the energy from the cards and from the people that you're reading. Yes. Yes. And if you're sensitive like that, then you're also sensitive in other um, areas, typically. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of crazy. I just was listening to an episode on that tonight. So I'd like to talk about that more. Um, Yeah. Because, you know, me and you have been getting really into tarot readings. I love it. I think it is so cool. You can think I'm crazy. I don't care. Yep. Don't care. That's (laughs) fine. Believe what you want. Yeah. Yeah. So... We'll definitely touch on this more. Yeah. I think this is just like the tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. Well, yeah, for sure the tip of the iceberg. It's a big iceberg. It is, because there's like the whole narcissism. Oh, God. Aspects, we got to get there. I'm I'm yawning. (laughs) She's like, I'm over it. I'm not over it. I want to talk forever, but I'm just so tired had a long day (laughs) (laughs) there she goes there she goes here she goes with her (laughs) get out of here with her tune here it comes (laughs) i (laughs) with her tune she says (laughs) there is no tune i don't even know what this girl is speaking over here yeah yeah all right (laughs) 
Well, oh I'm God. tired as well. Yeah, mom. Yeah. And I'm sure my husband's like, when can I go into the bedroom? <laughs> you can't. You're sleeping on the couch. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, well. Uh. <laughs> all right guys well that's what we got for you today um hopefully you found that interesting or um relatable and reach out to us anytime anywhere we're always here for you yes and don't forget to like share subscribe oh, yes do, do it. it do it you do know it. you want to <laughs> We're sort of interesting, right? I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. No, we're super cool. Yeah. We're like the coolest moms. Mm. Hashtag cool moms club. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> they see me rolling. <laughs> they hating. Oh, yeah. And we're okay. pseudo rappers. That's, that's the end. That's okay. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye.